Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies. So we can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning. So I have students and parents always asking about like different puffs. I saw one today that a mom asked me about. It had three different allergens in it, which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once. How do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction? The only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BABYLED. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BABYLED, L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. Now, when I say ground meat, what sort of meats are we talking about? A lot of people think ground beef. Yes, babies can eat ground beef, but they can also eat ground poultry, like ground chicken or ground turkey, ground pork, ground lamb. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about ground meat and how to safely offer ground meat for babies. I like to think of ground meat kind of as the gateway meat for parents who might be a little freaked out about offering the soft, solid strips of meat that babies who are six months of age and beyond can safely eat. So if you're not like totally there with the strips yet, I get it. Ground meat, kind of the bridge that can maybe help you get there. Now, when I say ground meat, what sort of meats are we talking about? A lot of people think ground beef. Yes, babies can eat ground beef, but they can also eat ground poultry, like ground chicken or ground turkey, ground pork ground lamb. Sure, there's lots of other meats that you can grind. I'm just thinking of the big ones that come to mind right away. Let's talk about ground beef and selecting ground beef. With all ground meats, what we actually want to do, it's not just limited to beef, is stay away from the extra lean. So extra lean means the least amount of fat, okay? And fat is your friend when you're doing baby led weaning, right? Fat is important for your baby's still developing brain, but fat is even more important because it adds moisture and it lubricates the protein in the meat, which in turn makes it safer for your baby to swallow. So when you're selecting cuts of meat, it's a good idea to select the fattier cuts of meat. So yeah, there might be some saturated fat in there. Nobody cares about that for your baby. Right now, we're concerned about safety. So don't get bogged down in the numbers from like the nutrition standpoint, but do try to look at the fat content so that you're doing the fattier cuts. If you want some more tips on like what cuts of meat to choose, in episode 177, I talked about red meat your baby can eat. And in episode 178, I did white meat your baby can safely eat. And those episodes kind of break down the different cuts of meat. 
I'm not sure how long you've been listening, but episode 176 was also super cool. We were doing this during meat week, which we always do at the end of the year, kind of in November, right before Thanksgiving, because eating meat at Thanksgiving can be really intimidating to families because it might be the first time your baby's eating around like other family members that aren't you. So in meat week, we had Kara Nicoletti on the podcast. So she's a fourth generation butcher. That was episode 176 and it was called BLW at the Butcher, Identifying Ideal Cuts of Meat for Babies. So there was some ground meat stuff in those episodes, but just kind of more cuts of meat outside of ground meat in those as well. So back to ground beef, choose the fattier cuts of meat. When it comes to ground turkey, stay away from the extra lean cuts of ground turkey and ground chicken as well. That's just the breast, which can be really, really dry. And we don't want any dry foods for babies, right? Because that can be a choking hazard. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and works with your lifestyle as a parent or caregiver. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I think this is particularly true for parents. I know firsthand how you can feel torn between your old baby-free, carefree self and this new, very challenging role of parenting a small person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, as well as talking through, things that can help you know what you want or why you react the way you do. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month today. So with ground turkey, for example, the fattier cut actually has the darker cuts of meat, but also some of the skin ground up in it, which is totally safe for babies to eat. When we're talking about safety, it's also important to note that all ground meats should be cooked to an internal cooking temperature of 160 degrees Fahrenheit. That's in order to ensure that you've killed any potential pathogens that might've worked their way into the middle of that burger or patty or whatever you're making and could potentially be harmful to your baby. So again, get that meat thermometer out because you can't eyeball whether or not ground meats are done. Needs to be at 160. Okay, ground lamb and ground pork also work for babies. So when we're talking about ground meat and the suggestions that I'll make, you could really interchange any of the different ground meats that you encounter at your grocery store or your butcher if you're fortunate enough to have one. So how do we use ground meat for baby led weaning? If you're starting this out early in baby led weaning, we do not make a bunch of fancy recipes with combination foods. Okay, in my approach to baby led weaning that I teach inside of my programs for the first eight weeks, which we call phase one of baby led weaning. So generally for babies who are six and seven months of age or whatever the first eight weeks are when you're starting baby led weaning, if you're getting a little bit of a later start, just feed single solitary foods. Don't get fancy with different combination foods or fancy recipes. And one of the easiest ways to do ground beef for babies is to make a BLW burger strip or burger strips for your baby. What I do with that good old fashioned baby burger, I make a hamburger, I cut it into strips about the size of my adult pinky finger and I serve it to baby. Now, parents are like, what do you mean by make a burger? Okay, lots of different ways to make a hamburger, right? If you're my brother, he puts Lowry seasoned salt and soy sauce in and it's so good, but we don't add salt and salt for babies, right? So start with the basic burger. Now, if your baby's already had egg, it makes it a little bit easier. So sometimes I put egg as the first allergenic food and then do beef after that or whatever you want. We're want to work through all of the foods. I have a whole hundred first foods list that includes the nine allergenic foods. And we offer five new foods a week. So you have a lot of leverage in which foods you offer before or after ones. 
So let's say you did egg on its own a number of times to make sure there was no reaction. Putting some egg in your baby burger is really going to help everything kind of stick together so that when it cooks, you then can cut it into strips that the baby can pick up with their hands and self-feed. Now, other families like to put breadcrumbs in their burger to help hold things together. And that's fine. If your baby has already had wheat a number of times without reaction, feel free to do that in your burger. Okay. But if it's like the third food, if your baby's had avocado, banana, and now you're trying to do beef, that's a little bit hard because we don't serve up ground beef crumbles to your baby for two reasons. If it was crumbled really, really small, your baby can't pick it up because at six and seven months of age, babies don't have their pincer grasp. And so what parents think is, well, I'll just put it on a spoon and push it in the baby's mouth. Well, no, we don't want to do that either. We want longer strips of food for baby led weaning about the size of your adult pinky finger. And because ground meat on its own can't stick together like that, it's a good idea to have at least one other ingredient like an egg that can kind of help things stick together. So baby led weaning ground beef or ground meat burger strips work great. I think it does a little bit better if you've already introduced your baby to egg. Maybe you need that kick in the pants or that fire under your, you know what, to get your baby trying some allergenic foods, do egg first, and then you can make some really easy burgers. What about other foods that we can make out of ground meat products? Sometimes parents ask about meatballs, okay? Meatballs are kind of like burgers. Some families put lots of stuff in it. Some don't put stuff in it. The meatballs that you would buy at the grocery store Commercial meatballs from the frozen section, way, way too much sodium for babies. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents. And then we tried a shared photo album. But some people were using Google Photos and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure, personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. Which, if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, download the Family Album app, and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. So you can make, and I mentioned breadcrumbs earlier, if you're doing anything with breadcrumbs, you can do Japanese panko. I love panko for baby lead weaning because there's lower sodium in panko than we would get in commercial or the traditional breadcrumbs that you would buy or either make out of regular bread. One thing I do is once, you know, my baby's been doing baby lead weaning for about eight weeks and I'm moving into combination foods. We've already had beef. We've already had pork. I have a baby lead weaning meatball recipe that has half ground beef and half ground pork. So I love combining those together for meatballs. I think the rest of my family likes it as well, a little bit more than straight ground beef meatballs. And I actually have a blog post with five different ground meat recipes for baby led weaning. I'm going to link to that on the show notes for this episode. So blwpodcast.com forward slash 223. And that'll take you to the blog post that has all of these recipes. But again, the recipes that are combination foods beyond the burger we generally don't do until after baby's been having foods for about eight weeks. So in phase two of baby led weaning in my programs, that's when we move into the combination foods, some of the trickier textures, and you're incorporating some of these recipes. 
So the other recipes that I have listed on that blog post, just in case you're interested, there's a BLW meatball recipe with a low sodium marinara sauce. Because if your meatballs are dry, which I don't want them to be, but if they are, you got to add a little bit of sauce, but the pasta sauce you would buy at the store generally has too much salt for babies. So that recipe's in there. I also have another recipe for some kofta kebabs with tzatziki sauce. So the kofta is ground meat on a skewer. It's a great high iron food for babies. And I got this tzatziki sauce made with Greek yogurt, got shredded cucumber in it. So a safe way to offer baby cucumber, got mint and lemon juice. Again, this is a combination food that a baby would eat after having done solids for about eight weeks. So that recipe's on there. And then the other ones that I have for you, I have a mini mushroom meatloaf recipe. This is one of my most popular baby led weaning recipes because it's hard to introduce mushrooms to babies, but you can do it in a meatloaf. I make these oftentimes in a muffin tin, which are great because you can make extras and freeze them and pop them out of the freezer or the fridge when you don't feel like cooking meat every night, which I never do. And these are great because you can flatten them and also cut them into strips too if your baby still doesn't have that pincer grasp. And I also have a great chili recipe for you guys too. So I'm going to link to all of these recipes that are all in the same blog post. Head to the show notes, blwpodcast.com forward slash 223. And good luck cooking your baby ground beef. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total task master. And one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that our new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods. And all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program. She might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine, and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet, and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those 100 new foods before they turn one because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby. You can head to babyledweaning.co to get started and hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.